Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Well, it all starts tonight with some terrific harness racing throughout Australasia, uh, particularly around 7 o'clock this evening and then 7.30. There's a couple of really big races. That's uh, Eastern Standard coming through from Alexandra Park in New Zealand. Chris Barsby is with us. Good morning, Chris. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, about 7 o'clock, the Taylor Mile was self-assured and spank them, and then Sunday Sun and Co go around about a half an hour later in that Trotters Mile. Yeah, it's going to be a great night of racing coming through from the North Island at Auckland. The Taylor Mile has changed. Uh, this race used to be uh, only for four-year-olds a few seasons ago, and then they've decided to change it, so it's now an open free-for-all. They'll have the Messenger as well, I think, next week or the Auckland Cup. So things have changed as far as some of these features are concerned, but you can be guaranteed they're going to be running time in this race tonight, Steve. Uh, it's loaded with talent. Majestic Cruiser, the Australian, he stays in New Zealand after running second last week behind Self Assured in that slot race over there. Self Assured, can he overcome the outside of the front row over the miles? Spank him, it looks like he's going to be very heavily tried here. Uh, after coming up with a good draw. So it promises to be a good race. And then, as you said, the following race, that mobile trot over the mile. Can Sunday Sun break the record? He's without doubt the number one trotter in this part of the world. Only a small field here, but it's a good field. He's got the likes of Muscle Mountain, Five Wise Men, and the old boy Temporale to contend with. But if, uh, if everything goes to plan, Sunday Sun should win that race and the time is going to be most interesting mm. to see. So how, how will it play out? I'm record. keen to ask you about Sunday Sun, you know, over a mile off the gate, Chris. I mean, how much speed has he got, this horse, uh, coming back in trip to a... I dare say it's been a long time since he's been in a mile race. Yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt about that. He'll probably have to work at some stage, whether they try and just run the arm straight away or just let him balance up and then just, you know, go into overdrive soon after. So he's going to be working at some stage. Is anyone game enough to park him? Probably not, given how strong this horse is and how, how you know, he can sustain that speed for such a long time. So... He'll be working at some point, but I think uh, ultimately he's going to be in front uh, at, at some stage, obviously at the finish as well, but at some stage I think he'll find the marker line. He's won 30 from 64, hasn't he? Uh, Sunday Sun. Yeah, he's a great horse, great horse. Recently gone past a million dollars in stakes as well. I want Butts Best. She's with us. Well, yeah, and she's back because uh, after a, uh, a fairly long and enforced layoff the uh, membership and communications manager from albion park has been kind enough to rejoin us and she's waiting patiently online kate good morning good morning guys it's great to be back now tell me uh, as we said uh, you've been on this layoff because of what's taken place at albion park you're from new zealand originally so have you seen anything like what we've just gone through from you know like a natural disaster viewpoint previously uh, yeah, actually I have. Unfortunately, I was in Christchurch for all the earthquakes, so pretty scary stuff. Um, obviously, the floods are on a different scale, but it's awful to see any devastation. So, yeah. Yeah, there was just water everywhere. Yes, it was actually crazy. The first day that we um, came in here, we just didn't even know where to start. So, it's really good to be back, and everyone did such a great job getting us here. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, feature racing's just around the corner. There's so much coming up over the next couple of months. You must be excited. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's so exciting. The tab constellations will be here before we know it. And yeah, we're counting down. So it's getting exciting. All right. We've got a 10 race program tomorrow night. What is your best bet? Uh, best bet, race two, number nine, turn it up. This horse has been flying um, since its return from its spell, and I'm hoping that for some fireworks early to allow for the sweeping run late. Okay, so turn it up, the best bet there, and that promises to be a great race. The free-for-all ranks right now in Queensland are very, very good. Barrier draws are crucial. He's looking to overcome a second-row draw, but that's the best bet. Race two, number nine. There's going to be more to come via the so, uh, social pages tomorrow? Yeah, most definitely. Um, check us out at The Creek Albion on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Okay, I've got to ask the question, now that you're back on deck with us each and every Friday morning, if someone's listening out there on the radio and they want to get in touch, whether it's about hosting a, a trackside party, having a race name, membership, what should they do? Very simple. Just contact me at the club. Feel free to give me a call or um, send me a message on Twitter. I'm happy to help. Okay, great. Okay, Kate, great to have you back on deck and we'll see you trackside. Thanks, Chris. Um, I also just wanted to send my condolences and well wishes to the Dalgetty family on the passing of Jim. He was such a gentleman and crew will be racing in the Group 1 Taylor Mile, Taylor Mile tonight in Jim's colours. So, on behalf of my family, I wish them the best of luck and, yes, yeah, send our condolences. Okay, we'll see. We'll see you trackside. See you then, Chris. There's Kate Bart, the communications and membership manager. So crew goes around tonight in the uh, the colours of Jim Delgetty, the father of Cran. So it'll be the green sleeves of the orange and the black diamonds for memory. So uh, he'll start from gate three crew tonight in that very strong free-for-all, which is mm. race eight, Steve. That race at Albion Park, you mentioned, Chris, with a strong free-for-all. The prices are up. Deus Ex is 290, Northview Hustler 480. Uh, Kate's selection turned it up 360. Uh, $6 speech is silver. Okay. Ryan, well, Ryan Spice is about. Yep. He's I'll be keen to pick his brain about this race uh, tomorrow night, Steve. So he joins us now. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. How do you pull apart this free-for-all tomorrow night? Looks a really good contest, Chris. Uh, I mapped Deus Ex leading and Norchu Hustler working forward and sitting parked. Um, despite uh, what we see as leader-dominated free-for-all events, I really do think there's a growing body of evidence that Deus Ex is a length or two below the very best. So at $2.90, I'm hard against him taking out the event. I think Kate's got it spot on there. Turn it up as a leading chance, and so is Norchu Hustler. They're both in sparkling form, and I think one of those two will prevail. Okay. Have you got a leaning one way or the other there? Well, actually, Chris, you can take a bundle bet on tab, and the combined price comes out to $2.09. I think that these horses win this race more than 50% of the time. Okay. Yeah, I tend to agree. I think that that, that class that they have will come to the top here, Northview Hustler, and turn it up. So uh, I'm not surprised with that. I, I tend to agree with you. I think that's probably unders with Deus Ex right now at the $2.90. So it'll be interesting to see how much uh, uh, shape that market takes in the next 24 hours. So time will tell there. Um, I want to get your thoughts on this race tonight, because I think there's particular interest with this race tonight. This three-year-old crop right now here in Queensland looks loaded, whether it's uh, overall or just with the Q-bred types. But this race tonight, race seven, we're talking about the heat of the Australian gold bullion, or the Australian pacing gold gold bullion, 
it looks to be a race in two. You're either with Tim's a trooper or speak the truth. Speak the truth beat Tim's a trooper last week, but the barrier draws swing heavily to the favour of Tim's a trooper. How do you see this race tonight? I think at the current quotes, it's a wait and see and, and see what the betting does. Um, I feel that Speak the Truth is a couple of starts further into his prep and he has a clear advantage over the two Dixon runners um, in that contest tonight. It is very tricky from the point of view is that this is a heat and they go around in a $52,000 final next week. But I think if Speak the Truth drifts out, drifts out to 260, 270, um, they'll just go moderate through the middle stages. And that would be a bet that I'd be happy to have Speak the Truth sitting parked outside of the two Dixon runners. Okay. Is it a foregone conclusion that Tim's a trooper will be in front, or is there a possibility that class to the max could hold? Oh, that's on the cards. But my initial lean when I looked at the race was that class to the max gets over and then hands to Tim's the trooper. Okay. Yeah, that promises to be a really good race. And Cat King Cole goes around in that last race tonight. Uh, how do you assess her, Chad? Do you think she's past the post here? Yeah, dollar eight looks like a great little top up for your multis for the weekend. All right, well that's tonight. Let's go back to tomorrow night. You've just discussed the uh, the free for all, which is race number two. Where is your standout bet for the weekend, Chris? Uh, my bet comes in race four, and I'm sticking with number eight. It ain't the money. We're currently working without any prices. I'm not sure what price it'll come up. Anything uh, black odds, I'd be super happy to take. Maybe even all the way down to a dollar eighty. Uh, he looks to sit on the back of Mosen Down, who I think is the leader over the middle trip. Uh, this horse is in sparkling form. He drops back out of free for all grade. I'm happy to be with him. Yeah, just on that run last week of it ain't the money. He, he stepped up against the big boys, albeit some of the big names were missing last week. But he was really solid in that race, and he gave the impression that he might be able to make that transition to open class level. Oh, without a doubt. He's a really nice horse. I think Nerissa McMillan has done a wonderful job with him. Okay, so that's your best bet. Race four, number eight, it ain't the money. And uh, you think if we bundle up uh, those two in the free-for-all, both Northview Hustler and Turn It Up will come out showing a, uh, a profit. Yeah, and one more betting angle I have for the free-for-all, Chris, is Black Sedance in a really huge each-way price. Currently with Tabby is $3.90 the place. That is a number I think is far too big for such a good horse. Yeah, he was good last week. I know he, he cost himself with that early break, but uh, sectionally, I think he was really strong. The middle half that horse must have run in that that race last week, it, it must have been off the charts. Yeah, yeah, I tend to agree. Well, it's a good night of racing coming through tomorrow night, but we've also got that really strong race tonight at Albion Park. Ryan, as always, really appreciate the time, and we'll see you across the weekend. Thanks, Chris. Ryan Spice. Chris, I've just got some thoroughbred news coming through. I just want to mention it because it's pretty important. So we've been able to confirm that Zaki is heading to Queensland via the Hollandale and the Dooman Cup at this stage. Now, Zaki, I know the connections of Ayrton were chasing James McDonald for that horse in the Hollandale, but with Zaki coming, that will be James McDonald, again, attempting back-to-back -back Hollandale wins on Zaki. Rode him brilliantly last year, of course. So that means that Bowman will ride Ayrton in the Hollandale. So it's going to be a fantastic race early in the carnival. Bowman on um, Ayrton and James McDonald will ride Zaki in that 1800 metre wait for age race. Darren Clayton's with us. Darren, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. How are you? We've got two yeah, really good, good nights of... Sorry. 
Uh, we've got two really good nights of racing coming through tomorrow. Uh, tonight, firstly, that race. Uh, have you got a thought there? Uh, speak the truth, or Tim's a trooper, or maybe something different altogether. Yeah, look, I'm a I'm a big fan of Speak the Truth. I think he's he's the three year old that's returned, probably the most progressive out of their two year old season, um, and and he's gone undefeated, but. It's hard with these barriers, and it's a basic reversal of what they were last week. They each held the, the same barrier, um, but in reverse. So I think with that in mind, I think Tim's a trooper just works his way to the front at some point. Class to the max is probably first to the fence, and then uh, Tim's a trooper just rolls around in front of him. So um, that's going to make it tough to speak the truth. The only other sort of alternative I thought that could happen is maybe if Beach Magic comes across. We've seen him um, come and sit outside uh, in his races a little bit this season. So uh, he might be the one to get forward. And if, um, you know, there are any chinks laid and and speak the truth is the one to to finish over the top. So um, you've got to go with with the barrier draw advantage. And I think that gives it to Tim's a trooper. But uh, I'm certainly a speak the truth fan. I think he's going to continue uh, into his season very nicely. Mm, looks like we're going to have a really good season as far as our three-year-old races are concerned. And just with the Phillies, uh, Cat King Cole back in action tonight. Looking forward to seeing her. Yeah, really looking forward to seeing her. She's come through those couple of trials. She even had, uh, she was at those private work, or not private, but the workouts they had when they were uh, at Albion Park getting things back in action. We saw her there as well. Um, she should be just too classy. I had a good chat with Darren Weeks yesterday, her trainer, and um, delightful. Lou, she's she's no slouch. I think she'll develop into a nice filly as the season progresses. But Cat uh, King Cole, she's a, she's a pretty special one, and she'll be uh, hard to beat. And just what you mentioned there, Chris, with the, the three-year-old crop, the three-year-old Colts and Geldings in Queensland this season, I can't, I can't ever remember being at such a, um, you know, an equal depth. We've had a lot of nice three-year-olds over the years, um, you know, going back to the likes of um, Blacks of Fake, Slip and Slide, uh, Fleur de Lille, Majestic Mac, those folks. But for across-the-board depth, when you look at them, Tim's a Trooper, Leap to Fame, Speak the Truth, Danger Zone, Teddy Disco, you know, that's that's a really deep crop and there's quite a few in there that um you know are fringe runners as well that can quite possibly step up if they um you know get a bit of confidence and experience under their belt yep no doubt agree a hundred percent there it's a it's a loaded crop for sure and certain whether it's just the cubred bunch or if you're looking overall so as i said i think it's going to be a really exciting season with some of the big races just around the corner so that's tonight, some of those star three-year-olds. Tomorrow night, I think this is a really good card tomorrow night. Ten races. Uh, we'll touch on race two straight up, the free-for-all. The market is available there. And they've got Deus Ex favourite at 290. How do you see the free-for-all? Yeah, uh, obviously, for first port of call, I think, I think Deus Ex is the leader in the race. We saw him lead from gate seven last week over 2,100. He's got electric speed and he's only got rubies for Tash to his inside who... Uh, to be fair, is not really a gate speed mare. Even if um, if they wanted her to be, she's probably best suited off the speed. So he gets to the front easy. Um, what happens thereafter? Whether they let Northview Hustler go, um, or whether Northview Hustler has to park up, I'm not really sure how that eventuates. But um, probably agree a little bit with Ryan. But um, as we've heard Jack Butler say earlier 
sort of this season. Um, Deus Ex is sort of the horse that's building up, so he's sort of the new kid on the block as far as the free-for-all ranks are concerned. He might be a better conveyance once he's he's had this preparation and then comes back. Um, I'm, I'm in the court of Turn It Up. Um, we all seem to be singing from the same hymn book here, I think. Um, I really like the fact that they're he's been able to be driven with one run at them rather than leading. I do think uh, where he's at and where he's been, I know I've, I myself have been um, uh, probably critical of the horse previously in that I don't think he's best uh, when leading or having to run fast time early. I think we saw last week where he was able to charge home. He's got that electric change-up speed, whether that be off the gate or saved up, and I think saved up's where it's most effective. So he's close enough, he follows through on the back of Deus Ex, he should be in a great position and um, just depends how much pressure there is, there just needs to be enough pressure for him to finish, but I think there will be either Tommy Lincoln early, Blacks of Dance having a, a little chop as well, even Star Galleria getting forward, so there's plenty of speed there which should create that pressure for Turn It Up. Yeah, he certainly looks hard to beat Turn It Up, so that's race two number nine, what else takes your fancy tomorrow night? Yeah, I like uh, in race four, it ain't the money. I thought he was super last week. He had to take on free-for-all company there last week just with the way the races panned out. He gets back to veterans grade tomorrow night. And uh, from gate eight, he follows out a good beginner, mows him down, uh, does his best work out in front and over 2,100. So um, I envisage it ain't the money to get the perfect run through and then just in the passing lane be ready to take his shot. He was four back on the pegs. Last week in that free-for-all, he got home himself in 26.8, uh, second fastest sectionals of the race, um, fastest last 400, but uh, second fastest from the 800. He's come from four back and not beaten far behind um, uh, the winner. Their speech is silver there last week. Like I said, back to veterans grade, he should be behind the leader. It should just be um, wait to that passing lane and... Uh, it ain't the money. It should be full of money. Okay, so that's your best bet there. It ain't the money who goes around and raise four. Can I get your thoughts on the last two races? I think there's plenty of interest in these last two races. The uh, the mobile trot is race nine. And what's up Majestic steps out again here, fresh off that demolition of his rivals in the hour over and over marathon. So he's back to mobile start conditions. He's got to overcome a second row draw, but gee, he was impressive last time out. Wasn't he what? And, you know, there was a little bit of conjecture or, um, you know, questioning how he might go from the standing start because he had, didn't have a great deal of exposed format. Well, he, he put that to bed pretty quickly with an easy getaway. And then once he was uh, off and trotting, he was he was super. He made that um, move with a mile to go to, to try and have a shot for the lead and was repelled for that and then forced to park up and then just really put them to the sword over the closing stages. It was mighty impressive. Um, uh, very hard to see him getting beat in this race, the way it pans out, back to his preferred mobile conditions. Um, Van Sank, he's going in good form, this guy. Um, wins at his past two. He was a winner uh, last time out. And importantly, he's got, um, he likes the mobile and he's pretty quick off the arm. So he probably gets himself into the right position to certainly... Um, you know, put forward his case for victory. But I think What's Up Majestic is just a, a level above most of these. And uh, he looks certainly uh, far too classy despite the second line draw. Uh, 
Um, Shane Graham, again, gets a drive, so he knows this guy. He drove him in that Trotters Marathon, so um, he's got the options, and he looks to have that push-button speed, which is to have as a trotter is, is a really great asset to have. Mm. And what about the last race? Uh, Talent Despair, excellent first-up victory, and that form line's been frank because Jasper's won since. Cashed up returns here. He's had a couple of recent trials. We know he contested the Rising Sun last year. He's a high-quality horse. And then you've got those speedsters like Saucy Dreams and Adam Cronk. They're stable mates drawn to the inside of both. So I think this is going to be a really competitive race for last as well. This is a great race, Chris, and it's probably a little bit on the disappointing side that we've got to wait till race 10 for it. Um, you know, admittedly, races uh, 8 and 10 were... Um, sort of supplementary races that we didn't have space for today and they've been able to, to host them tomorrow night. But Talent to Spare, um, she looks good in that uh, return run. Only concern that I have with her is uh, if you go through all of her form, it's when she's up on the speed, all her winning races, are she's either led or been outside the leader. Um, that's probably, to be fair, um, a, a, a victim of circumstance in that, once you get to that grade, you go forward and she's been able to dominate her rivals. So I guess we get to see her come off speed here and there should be plenty of speed. You've got Adam Crocker. I thought he gets to the front. I thought good boy, cowboy probably uh, gets to the fence first and then Adam Crocker will come across in front of him. That'll put it, uh, good boy, cowboy certainly in a position to run a drum. He's been in great form and his sectionals have been really strong, but Cashed up as well. Last start group winner, two starts ago, placed in a group one. Last start group two winner. And he's trialled really nicely in preparation for his return. But gate seven certainly doesn't help him. I've marked mm, talent really there on top. But uh, like I say, just a little bit of a query in how she'll go off the speed. But I think she's furnished into probably a little bit more of a complete uh, race man now after that latest spell. Yeah, I think that's a fair comment, Re, uh, time to spare, but uh, that is a strong race. There's no doubt about it. So your best bet is race four, number eight, it ain't the money. Let's focus on the quaddy, races five, six, seven and eight. Throw some numbers at me for the quaddy tomorrow night. Yeah, so in that uh, first uh, first leg, race five, um, I've got aphorism on top. I thought he's a good bet. A um, little bit surprised that uh, he gets into the conditions here. I, I didn't think he would fit in, but he does. Um he looks to the leader, and his form's been really good. Only beaten three metres behind Rock and Marty last time out at Wagga. So uh, the Chris Risby travelling team is in town, and uh, aphorism on top. I thought Latissier, the 2100, really suits him, and he'll be much better suited at Albion Park. His last few at Redcliffe, so certainly don't discount him. And Commodore Jujon, geez, he's an honest performer, always thereabouts, so throw him in from the gate. So... Basically, one, two, three there in the second, in the, sorry, in the first leg. In the second leg, another chance in three. I thought uh, Better Romance probably gets a chance here off the second line. She wasn't too far away behind the Darling, who's in top form. Nina Simone, number two. Um, she should get to the pegs first. And number seven, Blaze Coops, uh, Electric Gate Speed. Just sort of having a little bit of a struggle to finish them off of late. So numbers two, seven, and nine, the second leg. The uh, third leg, which is race seven, uh, chance in two here. Either the Darling number one hasn't missed the hasn't missed the money in eight starts in Queensland. Five of those have been victories and comes up with a good gate. Uh, main danger number nine, Pelosi. This Group One winning mare drawn out the back. She should be uh, 
chiming in strongly here. So one and nine, and in the final leg, a um, little bit of a tricky one to line up here. I've got number four, Louis the punter on top. He's a first starter in Australia. Uh, he comes across from New Zealand with three wins, joins the Mark Duck team, um, a member previously of the Lincoln Farms team. So a um, little bit hard to get a gauge on him with no public trial, but we'll put him on top. Number one, Glenn Letty, commander. Um, forget his last start. He was off the 20-metre tape in that Marburg gold strike final. Gate one here off the mobile. He'll be much better suited. And number four, smooth... Uh, sorry, number three, smooth cash. Um, excellent early gate speed. So if he gets across early, he's right in the thick of it. So one, three, and four. Okay, so repeating the early quaddy thoughts for Darren tomorrow night. One, two, three in that first leg. Two, seven, and nine. Uh, the third leg, one and nine, and we finish off with numbers one, three, and four. The dashboard, is that available right now through uh, Racing Queensland? Yeah, it's up and about, and uh, driver to follow this week, I thought Shane Graham, uh, he's had a little bit of a freshen up, a, a stewards enforced freshen up. He's back, and he looks to have a really good book. Rock bottom in race one, looks a good hope. He's got Turn It Up, he's got Mystery Road for John Bezerio, Aphorism for Chris Frisbee. Um, his own mare, Mac Brilliance, and, of course, What's Up Majestic, which we mentioned. So a really strong book there for Shane. We've got the quality numbers, and I thought the exotic comes up in that uh, What's Up Majestic race. I thought if we have a have a trifecta, we stand out What's Up Majestic from numbers one, four, and eight being Tam O'Shanna, Van Sank, and Just a Bit Noisy. I think we can, uh, we can snare the trifecta there. All right, excellent. So, yes, Shane Graham returns to uh, race driving tomorrow night after a little uh, enforced layoff. Nathan Dawson goes out after tonight, so that's why he's not driving tomorrow night. He's got a little uh, stint on the sidelines. Yeah, it's a bit of a musical chairs in the stewards' room at the moment. <laughs> so, uh, Pete was out, now he's back, and Nathan, Shane went, and now Nathan. So um, they're all taking their turns in it, but... Uh, it's um, it's going the the premiership race there between Pete and Nathan again a tight battle but um, I guess it's whoever gets the the wins on the night tomorrow and I think Shane Graham has a really good chance to um, to pick up a few there. Okay, well we look forward to it. it's going to be a great night of racing tomorrow night but we've got the good card coming through tonight as well. Darren, as always, we really appreciate the time. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk again next week. Yeah, looking forward to it.